0: Hey guys, it's Captain Jeff. Welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. This week we got Zach Routman. He's doing a waterway cleanup here in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Captain Slips Waterway Cleanup April 13th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Esplanade Park, downtown Fort Lauderdale in the New River. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast with Zach Routman. Clear the airways.
1: <laughs> the Lunker Dog is on the air.
0: Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Uh, how's the fishing been? fucking it's not been that great <laughs> It's turning around right now like in the last three trips I like feel like I'm getting in maybe a rhythm because mm-hmm. it had not felt like I've been in a rhythm It felt like I've been freaking going to the dentist every day
1: <laughs> right get <laughs> kidding. pulling teeth man
0: dude are you like if you do have a good day then you're like oh man like is this gonna keep up and then the anticipation of the is the fishing going to be any good tomorrow? Ruins the whole good day that you just had. Right. <laughs> That's how getting gun shy. It's fishing, man. <laughs> it's harping fishing. Oh, my gosh. Every once in a while, I think to myself, maybe I should have been a peacock guy. But the problem with that was, when I was 30, there was no such thing as a peacock guy.
1: Right, well, there weren't peacocks around here, right? <laughs> I mean, when did they
0: get here? Then we had real peacocks, the fucking bird. They're still hanging around here, but we didn't have the bass. And who would have ever would have thought that um, that would be like the thriving industry for the guide industry? Yeah. To take people fishing in a goddamn drainage
1: ditch. Pe- peacocks and snakeheads and. S- s- snake heads and <laughs> <laughs> All this stuff is right. thriving. Drainage ditch, you, you hit it where you can. Uh drop it down a gutter he, he, you seen the videos of the guy the guys dropping it down the gutter and pulling one out alongside the road there yeah
0: hence the reason i don't do much youtube anymore yeah <laughs> anyway good to see you cheers man zach ratman in the studio tonight I haven't had zach on since uh, he was here with anthony bruno so it's good to have zach back in the back
1: in the studio good to be back so zach what the heck did you call me for this week uh, so I wanted to call you and, and get you on board with something that I'm uh, planning here. Just wanted to do a uh, coastal cleanup. Uh, Captain Slips Coastal Cleanup, I was going to call it. I thought I had a witty name there. Was it Captain Slips? Slip, yep. Coastal Cleanup.
0: Captain Slip Coastal Cleanup. I like it. Okay. And uh, how far along are you?
1: Uh, we're pretty good. Uh, I, I got a, a family friend of ours who uh, works in the... I guess you could call it the trash business, and uh, he's working uh, to help us get a uh, dumpster donated. So uh, we're going to get a dumpster. Um, You mentioned Anthony Bruno before. He's got uh, what we call a combi keg, which is basically a a modified hippie van that's got some kegs in it. Oh, cool. And so, um, you know, we're going to have a location. We're working with the city of Fort Lauderdale on getting a permit. Uh, hopefully somewhere centrally located downtown uh, where we can have boat access and then foot access because I don't want this just to be, um, you know, something that people on boats can do. I want people to go on foot. You know, there's trash everywhere, whether it's on the beach or, you know, anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're working on getting a permit. Bruno's going to hopefully donate his uh, keg with, uh, you know, a few beers and things like that. So when people come and drop their keg off or their trash off, they can grab a beer, hang out for a little bit. You know, We'll try to do the whole social distance thing, do it outside so people can be safe and things like that. And
0: social distance yeah. and shit while they're doing a waterway cleanup. I think you're good there.
1: Right. And uh, we also have uh, a couple local companies, one being uh, Salt H2O, a uh, local t- tackle shop. Um, then uh, Andy's Live Fire Grill that have offered to uh, donate – some uh gift cards for people who collect the most trash
0: now when you when you were telling me when you first mentioned this to me so people are going to collect the trash and then what you're going to have a weigh-in
1: yeah we're going to get some scale out there and you know weigh the trash and Throw it in the dumpster and, you know, write down who, who gets the most trash and just c- kind of make a friendly competition out of it. See, now, this is what happens when you get a
0: fishing guide that decides to do a waterway <laughs> cleanup. Like, in his back of his mind, he's still got, like, you know, the tournament, you know, thing. You should get them, like, they hold up their two bags of trash like Bassmasters.
1: Yeah. We <laughs> get them to pull it out of their, you know, compartment of their boat, and, uh, hold it up.
0: <laughs> Very good. That's a good – I like that. It's a good angle because, um, I mean – I mean cleaning up the water and having to clean up the water is kind of a shitty thing to do or to have to do or to even have to think about so to have a little bit of competition and then to kind of make fun of the catastrophe as it is um, I think it's just a good way to go about doing it and um, also make it where like people want to talk about it
1: well that's one of the main reasons I want to do it is is you know realistically hundred people going out and collecting trash isn't going to put a dent in the problem or, or fix the problem right um so basically by doing this we want to raise some awareness um you know it's been a little over a year since the sewage spills have happened and you know it's become abundantly clear to me that uh, our city officials our elected officials um still could care less and they haven't done really a single thing that i've seen personally i mean maybe something on papers plan that i haven't seen right haven't done anything to uh you know rectify the situation or or really make anything better um you know i know they they had some deal where they you know could have either paid a million dollars to the state or donated three million dollars to environmental uh causes for the for the city Right, I have no idea what they're doing with that money. Yeah, um, like nobody
0: talks about that anymore. You know, like the, for anybody that you know that hasn't listened to the ongoing saga of Fort Lauderdale and us re, uh, breaking the record for sewage spills here in the United States, or probably <laughs> the world. But um, people are pissed. People are doing stuff about it. But this, the state fined the city of Fort Lauderdale two million bucks, biggest fine ever. So we got two records last year: <laughs> the biggest eco fine ever and the biggest sewage spill ever, in the city. Negotiated, and this is typical government negotiated, they negotiated to spend a million more dollars. So it'd be $3 million, but instead of giving it to the state as a fine, they're supposed to use it to rehab and clean up the waterways here in Fort Lauderdale that they polluted so bad. And me, just like Zach, I haven't heard a goddamn thing about it. I've asked the mayor, I've asked the commissioners, I've asked people that talked to them, and I haven't heard
1: anything. I have no idea where that money's going or if it's going into pockets or who knows where it's going. Well, I wonder, like, okay, so they gave a... Oh, shit.
0: I'm getting... I forgot the names of the companies now. But they gave the one company a half a million bucks to do surveys way back when.
1: The Miami Waterkeeper.
0: No, no, no. They gave them $100,000 to test the water every single week. Right, which testing is just going to show us the obvious. It's not going to do anything to fix the situation. Right. The testing... Like the way I look at the testing is kind of like the way you're looking at the cleanup. It's like it's a way to keep the topic on the table. It's a way to talk about it every single week. And when you're failing forty percent of your entire coast intercoastal (laughs) waterway due to fecal bacteria levels that you can't even swim in, you think you'd want to do something about it, (laughs) right? You think, and that's what I mean. A lot like the idea that your cleanup has, where you want to. Build awareness and get people to talk about it more and, you know, kind of make it an event where guys like yourself, guys that are enjoying the waterway can participate and then to make it a little bit of fun with the weigh-in and give away some prizes.
1: Bingo. That's what you got to do. And it'd be great if we could get the mayor out there or even some commissioners to come out there. Did you invite any of them? uh, I'm planning on it. Yeah. (laughs) Don't get your hopes up. Well, you know? Well, I mean I've 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 invited
0: him out on the boats and stuff and I did have him come out on the boat. I had him come over here for the podcast and that kind of thing. But before all that, when the shit hit the fan last year, I'm not gonna mention any names, but one of the commissioners that was very close to you <laughs> <laughs> decided you said, Oh yeah, no, count me in for sure, count me in for sure and then totally kinda like no shit. So and there's been a kind of a, a consistent pattern of that. So not to like you know, harsh your buzz or anything, but
1: well, you know, all you can do is all, all you can do is ask. Exactly right. Yep. The worst they can say is no, or the worst they can do is no show. So maybe they will show up, and maybe they'll freaking
0: come out um, a little bit more publicly with a plan. Now, did you follow the whole saga last week with the uh, Miami Waterkeepers and the mayor?
1: I was, yes, I saw that. (laughs) So when
0: you saw the first Channel 10 thing, what, what, I mean, how did you, did you get enraged? Did you laugh? Like, what were your emotions when you found out that Channel 10 reported that the mayor was trying to hide failing 40% of the intercoastal waterway due to these deaths?
1: Well, I just thought that the mayor didn't want to report that. But, like, what, are you going to keep everyone in in the dark about it? You know, what if you live in those areas? He's like, oh, I want, want to know where the good water is. Well, you know... Don't you also want to know where the bad water is so you can avoid it? <laughs> and so I just felt bad for the people that lived in those areas that, and then you know the whole situation happened where they were gonna get rid of them, and then now they're back on board with them. And so what is, it's, no,
0: it was a saga, I did, and I did like three podcasts on it, and a lot like what you're talking about, like building awareness, having a little bit of drama, having a little bit of saga going on is actually helping, and I was so impressed with Channel 10 to actually report on it.
1: Any publicity is good publicity, right?
0: So they say. <laughs> hey, it worked with the Lunker Dog Channel for a lot of years. 50% of the people loved it, 50% of the people hated it, and they were both equal in value. There you go. Right. <laughs> but anyway, the um, are we, what kind of boat are you going to use for the protest? I'm just going to use my boat, just a little flats boat. And you got like some hot spots where like, you know, there's like a lot of garbage. Are you going to try to win this thing or are you just going to be like the event coordinator
1: and let other people win and not show off? So I'm going to go out and uh, I'm going to collect trash. uh, And, uh, you know, hopefully I set the bar high for some people. Um, But, you know, people need some some good places to look. I mean, you look at any back of any canal is going to have, you know. So you're going to coach some it.
0: people up. You're going to give them tips on where they can do some I'll serious do it damage. I'll do right now.
1: You, you look in the backs of canals, especially if, you know, the wind's coming from a certain direction. Say it's coming from the south for, you know, three days in a row. Go look in the back of Los Solos on the, on the south side of Los and all those canals are going to have trash in them. Look at any tide line in Fort Lauderdale. A great spot that always has trash is uh, right there on Cordova. The last canal there that uh, leads to the Yacht Club always has a bunch of trash back in there. So, yeah, I mean, it's not hard to find. (laughs) No,
0: unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not hard to find. So you're not exactly going the approach like a fishing tournament where you're going in with a strategy that you're going to kind of, like, make sure other people don't follow or you really don't want them to follow. You're trying to, like, be more – it's more like a fun tournament. Yeah, exactly. For the kids. For the kids. (laughs) And I'm actually. Uh... Well, the reason I bring all this up is I had Norm Beck off on the podcast last week. And I'd mentioned that you guys were going to do this cleanup. And it had, <laughs> and it had the. Um, they were going to have the way in and there was going to be prizes for it. And Norm started to talk about where the, where you could like do some serious damage with the trash. But I think Norm wanted to get in and then he held back. Oh, yeah. He, he didn't he... want to give up his spots. <laughs> You know, which is, you know, always a big thing in the fishing community or whatever. So I, mean, I think Norm Beckoff's going to freaking join you guys. And I think he's got his secret spots. He's not, like, airing it out like you are.
1: Okay, he's, he's going to go back into Southport, probably, and uh, clean the place out there. Uh, <laughs> right?
0: And he's he's got a uh, an advantage. You know, like, you know, a lot of guides like to get up, like, real early in the morning. Well, that's, what, 150 yards from his boat.
1: Right? He's He's got the... Got the access.
0: Plus he also has advantage because he does a lot of port work. (laughs) You know what I mean? So when you like doing port work, then like put you in a different like you know, like he's more like commercial, like industrial. Like we'd be way better for cleaning up trash than say a guy like yourself in a friggin' eight hundred pound skiff, you know, that you drive with like a forty horsepower or something. Right. So, I don't know. He's kind of like flexing a little He's bit He's going to get week. the
1: wing nets out there. and uh, <laughs> no,
0: no, I think he was flexing a little bit last week. Yeah. <laughs> How many have you, Now, have you started marketing the thing or promoting the thing yet?
1: So this is going to be the first promotion here. I'm going to make a Facebook post, uh, and I'm going to reach out to some people in the community. I'm part of a few Facebook groups, uh, for Lauderdale River Rats and the Sandbar Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Demler is a, a big advocate of those groups. I'm going to reach out to him and see if he can... Share my post within those groups to reach out there, um, and it, just word of mouth get get the word out. Are you going to have a um,
0: what do you call it a um, entry list like like in a tournament you would pre-register for the thing?
1: I, I don't know if I'm going to have a pre registry but when you come in, you know, obviously if you weigh your your bag of trash if you're entering the competition, then you know we'll write down your name and I guess we'll set some uh, some sort of leaderboard up next to the combi keg.
0: Have you, done some, have you done any events like this before?
1: This is the first kind of thing that I've ever done like this, yeah. <laughs> so it uh, it's going to be a little bit of a curveball. We'll see. You know, it's going to be a learning experience, but got to start somewhere, right? Right. Now, at the end of the day, it's just a cleanup. So.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just a cleanup. But we've had, um, you know, a lot of experience in frigging trying to promote events over the, over the years. And it's amazing how much... One energy it takes, and you watch by the time you're done how much cash it'll actually start to take. I mean, simple shit like pulling a permit and I don't know, making flyers and doing it, you know, maybe some digital video or whatever it may be. But it's a weird thing the time, energy, and money that it costs just to promote an event, never mind to do the event, right? I mean, you know, with social media nowadays. It makes it, okay, your warm audience or whatever is going to get the message. The hard thing is, is to penetrate to the broad audience. Right. Because the amount of energy, time, and money that it takes is hard. And I think that's the ongoing battle that we're having with the um, water quality issues down here. One of the good things, though, is kind of like building a snowball, is 18 months ago, it looked like a marble. Now it might look like a baseball. Maybe a a year from now it'll look like a basketball.
1: Building a little momentum. Right. But the problem with that is, um, unfortunately, it takes something like a sewage spill or a a catastrophe to kind of add to that momentum to build that snowball. Right. Um, Because the average layperson isn't going to understand what's going on unless something affects them. So the... The water quality affects us as fishermen, and we've been been seeing that effect for years. You know, like I said, the average layperson doesn't doesn't know what's going on until next thing you know they got toilet paper floating in their backyard. And only the people that had it right in their backyard, right? Because um,
0: uh, Zach lives in the one of the neighborhoods that got really crushed by the um, sewage spill. His, some of his neighbors actually had it floating down their front yard. And then going in their backyard and then into the canal, so Zach, I don't know how many
1: streets away,
0: five blocks, six blocks from like where it
1: really you know bursted. Yeah, ground zero as you want to call it or whatever. Yeah, so
0: like so when he's telling you know when he's telling you guys you know what happened, I mean he actually lived there, but it was surprising to me because a lot of the people that I knew that lived in that neighborhood, even after it happened. You know, I said, well, "How you? You know, how do you guys think that's affecting your? You know, does it bother you at all?" No, oh, no, it doesn't bother me a bit. That was four blocks away, and I'm like thinking to myself, I was, like, how could that not bother you?" You could smell it four blocks away. You could smell it four blocks away. Your kid fishes four blocks away. Your kid might get in the canal four blocks away. It might be coming down your street next time. Yeah. But you know, it was you know at that at that time, which was 12 months ago, like you said. Um, I think people didn't really get it, and I think right now there's maybe some are starting to get it. How do you feel? I mean, you're from that neighborhood.
1: Uh, You know, I think there's people that it's either they don't know or they don't care. And, um, you know, I think you can sway some of the people that don't know, and the people that don't care, they're not going to care whatever you do one way or another, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just the reality of the situation. I think um, you can try Absolutely and, and you know we're we're going to try. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, dude. The, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard and it's baffling, but it's good. You're putting in some energy, um, you're doing what you can, and every little bit every little bit's gonna help. We're gonna um we'll promote the thing for you. Do you have your date um set up yet? Actually I'll take a second to uh plug the coastal community network uh, the Coastal Community Network is a major sponsor and proud sponsor of the Captain Slips waterway cleanup. And it's this weekend, uh, April 13th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Esplanade Park off the New River. Um, your goal is to go out there and pick up as much trash as possible, bring it back. We'll have a weigh-in. We'll have some prizes, and it should be a good time for all. If you're involved in this kind of thing and you care about your environment, it's Captain Slip's Waterway Cleanup this Saturday at Esplanade Park in downtown Fort Lauderdale on the New River. What are you thinking, numbers-wise? What were you thinking when you decided to do it? Like, What's your Uh,
1: goal? Maybe get 100 people out there, 150 people. Yeah, I mean, if we can get... uh more than that triple that by all means you know i'm gonna uh talk to people i know in the community and spread the word out i think you need to um
0: and i'll help you i think we need to reach out to the land captains and let them know that they can do it from land and then give them some tips like i'm thinking a dude i don't know they can like you know really do good with like a 10-foot cast net can pull up to some dead-end canals or maybe shady banks or something like that and really do some damage from the truck absolutely yeah so if we reach out to the rednecks that ride around their trucks and fish Mm -hmm. you know what i mean then um
1: yeah it's a good way to broaden and broaden the audience and you know like like we were saying how uh we want to raise awareness you know if if somebody's in miami or you know poker or somewhere nearby On that same date, you know, I don't want you to come up to Fort Lauderdale to to help clean us, help us clean up Fort Lauderdale. You know, if you're in Miami and you see this message, clean up, you know, your your local area. So it's not just a Fort Lauderdale thing. This is a state. Why not trash collecting tournament? Get uh, get everyone involved that we can. I mean, I don't I don't see any reason to stop at uh, just Fort Lauderdale. I mean, Benny Blanco is doing a great job with with he's doing. Carter Andrews does his. One, tra- one piece a day, um, you know, get those guys involved, tag them, you know, reach out to them, and, and we'll try to get this, as, if, if not statewide. I mean, it, I don't think there's any ceiling to how big this can get. Um, and I'm also going to try and set up some sort of fundraiser. Um, I know that uh, there's a couple organizations out there that I'm thinking about fundraising to. I haven't decided yet, but I'm going to decide here soon. Um, you know, thinking between man Gear, where they – they plant mangroves right Fort Lauderdale I can name about in one hand all the places in Fort Lauderdale that have mangroves on them in greater Fort Lauderdale um and then also captains for clean water you know they're they're doing a great cause trying to um you know get uh get clean water flowing south to the Everglades so thinking about doing a little fundraiser on it as well so you come people can donate um you know have a good time and Drink a beer and collect some trash. All right, so February. There's no more football. February. Right, good timing <laughs> on that.
0: That was um, that's a that's why we used to do the live shows. We wait till football season was over.
1: Nobody's paying attention to football this year, right. so it doesn't make a big deal. So, <laughs> so we're, we're I'm talking to the City <coughs> of Fort Lauderdale. I'm thinking of the the park that's right across from the Performing Arts Center. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now. From the Performing Arts Center, right downtown there. Oh, I know what you're talking about.
0: I don't know the name of that park neither.
1: Yeah. Uh, Alright, so down on the river. Right, so that way it's downtown, people it's centrally located. There's plenty of public docking there where people can come up and um tie their boats up and bring their trash up. Um and then Okay,
0: what the hell's the name of that park?
1: now oh, we gotta I'm gonna edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> I I had it written down, but I can't think
0: of the name of it. Twenty two thirty six. If I write it down while we're doing it, then I don't have to listen to the whole thing to get to it. But anyway, um, really good idea. Um, I'm going to, if I'm not working, I'm going to participate. I'm taking every friggin', I got like no lay days anymore. Business has been, eh, like it's picking up now. Right. But man, dude. It's not what we're used to down here. Right. how's that? I mean, how are you doing? Are you getting the trips that you're,
1: Used to, or are you feeling it? What do you think? Uh, the beginning of the year, uh, like the first week of the new year, I had like five trips, and then ever since then, it's been kind of sporadic since then. Yeah. Um, no, I'm getting last-minute fuckers every day, doing macro fishing and a little bit of sail
0: fishing and stuff like that just because. You, you got to do
1: what you got to do to,
0: yeah. The market is all chopped up. You see um, some of the, a lot of the old-timers are quitting. You see
1: Dave Costio out of the game. Yeah, I know a lot of the guys in the keys are out of business. I mean they're just like they can't they can't do another tarpon season down there, they're they're toast. Oh my god, those guys got crippled pretty freaking hard. Yep. But
0: anyway, friggin' um hopefully things will keep I don't know, keep a little bit of momentum. This month was better than last month. And next month's bookings are better than this month. So one month at a time and I think we'll all get out of this thing. So April thirteenth. Captain Slip's Waterway Cleanup, Esplanade Park, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Be there, be square. Um, A great way to spend a Sunday, and I hope you guys enjoyed. That was Zach Routman on the Real Guy Podcast. Just a real guy trying to do real things. Thanks for tuning in and run that dog.